loud burst of sound. Loud burst of sound. Loud burst of sound. Loud, loud, loud. Tonight on, no, no, today on Alphabetical, Martha, my dear. Hello and welcome back to Alphabetical, the internet's only podcast where we're covering all the Beatles songs alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm L. Adam. I'm Alex. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm John. And today we're talking about Martha, my dear, off of 1968's The Beatles, the White Album. Mm-hmm. TWA. Is a McCartney joint, right? Yep, all McCartney all the time. Yeah. And a bunch of accompaniments. He, he handled everything, right? All the all the instruments and stuff? I think so. Uh, he's the only Beatle on it, I think. Oh, there, uh, there, <laughs> there's others. Yeah, there's like a whole yeah. quartet. Yeah, yeah there's a... Uh, yeah. It would be impressive if it was all... He probably like, could. I, I never want to put did, anything yeah. past no, it. I know. That's Paul. I'm sure uh, he could. If he George Martin him, but, yeah. and a string section and a horn section individually. So, hmm. But Paul's the only Beatle on it. Right. I wonder how that worked. Do you think like he had, he like played the kind of rough version for them, and then John and George were like, "Sure, yeah, go go ahead, go and do that." Or just, did he just <laughs> present it to them, kind of already done? Like, Here you go, fellas. Here's the new. <laughs> uh, I think at this point they were all kind of just coming in and then going into separate studios. But did they know like what the other people were doing? Kind of. I think they would help out each other a little bit, but they were like, at this point, they were starting to be fractured as a band. You're saying the first time Ringo heard this song was when he bought the album. <laughs> Actually, it. when he bought the he CD uh, yeah, yeah, in, in the 90s, um, the anthology. Uh, yeah, no, there's. Uh, yes, this was. Um, they were together but apart at this point. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, this was. Um, Someone described the White Album as a, as a collection of solo right. performances mm-hmm. strung together. I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but uh, my buddy bumped into Paul McCartney the other day randomly on the street. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? He was like driving and like uh, Paul McCartney crossed in front car. of him. And he's, he's like stopped the car. He's like, hello. <laughs> he's like, how do you not say hi to Paul McCartney? Really? Yeah. Where? Where this? Was this here? Uh, like Long Island? No. What? Or something like that, yeah. Is Paul that McCartney's outside in Long Island now? It's, it's, from a, it's from, yeah, outside of my house where I grew up. Yeah. Um, did he recognize that it was Paul McCartney, or did he just yeah. bump into some guy? For <laughs> <laughs> the listener at home, Adam has just shown John his cell phone. I saw it, yeah. His phone. I see Paul McCartney and uh, the Montauk Lighthouse behind him uh, <laughs> and a Taco Bell. Is he holding up a copy of today's newspaper? <laughs> he's holding a copy of Newsday and he's wearing an Islanders it's, it's, jersey. Yeah, he's standing which in front he got of the, for free the, for the Suffolk DMV. Right. <laughs> him running. I got to get out of here. Which just before the car hit him. It's like, what is he, what's he, you know what I'd like to do? I Take can't. a summer in Long Island. Yeah. I always wanted to. The yeah. North Fork. E- East end of Long Island. East end. Oh, I see. He's uh, he's out in a special rich place. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, you thought he was in like, I thought he was, like, I thought he was in like, Jamaica, Queens or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's in wine dance. I want to check out the uh, the Roosevelt Mall. Uh, there's a hot topic there that's really hot. <laughs> anyway, Martha, my dear. Yes. I think there's a great song. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorites. Uh, it's a music hall. Another Paul returns to the music hall. Yep. Uh, another reason why Leonard would have nothing to do with it. He's right. Right. all this stuff. This one doesn't seem um, as music hall-y to me, though. No. Yeah, well, it's, it's a genre, little, but yeah, I don't know. It's music hall with strings and brass. So, but, I mean, maybe not. It does go off in, in different directions, sure. Yeah. It just doesn't sound as, like, like obviously, like, 
your mother should know it sounds like right. a song from like well, the 30s save it doesn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, give that away for everyone i uh in the description that i was reading it said it's musical with jazzy sprinkled dissonances oh there you Ooh, go. which dissonance. i like jazzy sprinkled dissonances i feel like right. we haven't used the word dissonance in a while dissonance. not since the last harrison dissonance. song probably oh, yeah. song. right yeah uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but it's a song about Paul McCartney's sheepdog. Well, I thought it was just the title was inspired by the sheepdog. No, the sheepdog was named after his, like, the voice in his head. Yes. Martha was his muse that he, you know, the voice in his head that he attributed his creativity to was Martha. And then but, he named the dog after the right. muse. Yeah, but most of the song is about Jane Asher, though, right? Later, he said, uh, "It's like I don't know. It's probably about Jane Asher or something." <laughs> I've, it's about it's really non-committal. No. Yeah, yeah. The part about the Alpo is definitely about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, here's the two cool things about the dog, if I may. Uh, one is that uh, one of that dog's offspring, one of that dog's puppies, grew up a little bit and then was uh, featured crossing Abbey Road with Paul on Paul is Live album. No, wow. Yeah, that was that was oh. one of Martha's. Sons or Arrow. Daughters. Arrow? Arrow is, is the, the one. The, uh, is that, that a boy dog, dog or a girl dog? I'm unsure. It just says offspring. Right. One way, Arrow. Is that Paul alive or Paul is alive? Paul like is alive. Like a response to the dead. Paul yeah. is alive. Well, it's a live album. No, it's Paul is live is yeah. the name okay. of the album. Yeah. Right. Not, not I'm alive, like guys. No, no. I'm not a imposter. He's obviously not alive. Right. Right. Paul is live. I'm not, but Paul is. Cool. <laughs> That's I what see. he was saying. I see. I yeah. And my other bit about the dog is... When uh, 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 Paul McCartney had an apartment and uh, and he had a, uh, a a lady come clean the apartment every once in a while, Jane Asher. No, okay. <laughs> no, he paid a uh, no. She a cl- she had her mom clean out the apartment after uh, she uh-huh. caught him cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know where I'm going with this, Alex? No, so no. Um, so yeah, Paul had a lady who you know come over and clean the apartment from time to time. Uh, sometimes that uh, lady would bring her son with her. And uh, the son, would, his job would be to go walk the dog, oh. would be walk Martha, my dear. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was only a brief arrangement because then the lady moved on and the kid uh, got in trouble in school, was sent to some boarding schools and stuff like that. Uh, grew up uh, Stuart Goddard, also known as Adam Ant. What? Wow. wow. That's insane. He used to walk Paul's dog. Even just, yeah, walking <laughs> the dog, you get some of that, that fame sprinkled on you. <laughs> or the dog pee Jazzy Sprinkles. Know. Yeah, Jazzy Sprinkles. That's insane. What a small world. Ironically, Adam Ant today, a dog walker. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a full circle. I just saw him on Long Island, but by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. He was running right behind Paul. <laughs> right. He's like, hold on. God, he doesn't drink. He, he doesn't forgot smoke. to pay me. <laughs> what does he do? He walks dogs. That's what he does. Right. Uh, uh, the only other thing I have about Martha that I thought was kind of interesting is he said when he got a dog, it was his first pet ever, Martha. He did not mm-hmm. grow up with pets and... Uh, you know, John Lennon saw him, you know, cuddling and playing with the dog. And John Lennon was surprised because it was a side of Paul McCartney he'd never seen before. Hmm. And he was kind of surprised at how sort of cuddly Paul hmm. McCartney was with the dog. Which hmm. is kind of funny because I would have assumed that he was. Yeah, Paul seems like the cuddly. Yeah. yeah but I guess maybe in, maybe in private they. Uh... I, yeah, you assume he's like magical animal guy. Like a Doolittle kind of thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, ooh, there's a frog up in me pocket. And it, and, and it does, and it works, and and he sing, writes a song about how a frog hopped in his pocket, yeah, right? And it, and it, it looked it a little bit like a military one. man. It's just like very literal, <laughs> right? Okay. Are there any? Can you guys uh-huh. think of any other songs about dogs? 
songs about dogs. Uh, the Christ- oh, yeah. The Christmas song. The, 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 the roof, roof, roof. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Jingle bells. Right. Well, that's not about dogs. That's for and by dogs, right? Right. That's yeah. true. It's actually very anti-dog if you listen to the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're self-hating pups. Yeah, exactly. Um, Seamus with Pink Floyd. They have a dog. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with the dog? It's like the bluesy song, and there's actually a dog singing in it, but it's like something in the kitchen. Seamus, that's the dog. Yep. Canis Lupus by the Aquabats, which is a great song about dogs. Neil Young has a song called Old King, which was about his dog named King. Hmm. Hmm. Beethoven's Fifth. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) He wrote that about the movie. By Charles Grodin. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Charles Grodin. Uh, Did they make it to five with that series? I figured they had. Oh to, no, right? there's there's more. I think. Oh, but yeah. should I call it Beethoven's Fifth? I feel like that that's an opportunity. To I would hope them so. If they didn't, there's something wrong with that. Somebody should be fired. I'm they. trying to think who's the dad by now. I think Judge Reinhold was the dad uh-huh. in it for a couple. I don't, I don't know. Oh, why not? Maybe that the, seems plausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my name is Judge. Right. <laughs> Do they, you think they is he playing the same character? Yeah. I, he, no, I think after one sequel, like. They were like, hey, come stay with my cousin. Oh, right. so, oh so every, uh, every time they would do different... Actually, I think, I think he, so, he yeah. regenerates like Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Doctor Who? <laughs> I'm sorry, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Martha, my dear. Oh, yes. yeah. It's, uh, uh, hey, did, this, did this make that Rolling Stone list? Oh, it had to. It did had to. not. What? what? Really? really? Mm-hmm. You're telling me Cayenne made the list, but not this? <laughs> <laughs> That's this song is just pure talent and pure yeah, it's, greatness. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. And honestly, like anyone out there, like I play the piano like not well or I haven't practiced in a while and I, <laughs> I try to play this. It's a hard song to play. It's like just so interesting and syncopated and like so I got all that jazzy sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like when you sort of like really get into it, you're like, What what is he doing here? And it's like <laughs> But um, is that just, true? I don't know anything about music. So, but you, I mean, for me, it was. I was just right. like, it doesn't sound that hard. Yeah. But then you really get down to it, that opening, and it's like, wow, he's really, it's kind of just like, oh, this is some, this comes out of his brain. He doesn't read music, and it's just like, it's well, just apparently, growing, this you know? was he wrote this sort almost like as an exercise to try to write something on the piano. And did you guys read about that? Like, he basically wanted to see if he'd be able to play that on the piano, like once he came up with the tunes. Right, oh, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he did. Uh, so, wow. Uh, man, this guy job, just Paul. wanted to challenge himself, and then he ends up with this. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, might as well challenge myself, write a song, and then record the whole thing myself. And- <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Do you think he feels bad that he didn't, like, he needed the help of brass and, and, uh, and uh, string sections? I think that's when he pledged that when he did a solo album, it was really going to be a solo yeah. album. No. Outside interference. Hmm. So you. So it sounds like we generally like this song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Uh-oh. Who's going to give it a number first? I'll start. Mm-hmm. All right. Adam? I'll give it a five. Oh. Five. Huh. <laughs> five cans of dog food. All right. Sorry. I had nothing. Uh, I thought it was jaunty. I think it's a fun song. I don't like it enough to give it a five. I went three. Which three. is three. Wow. That's middle of the road. Yeah. Sorry. I just oh, think it's not right. uh, After you're I, entitled to your opinion. I thought you were pro Paul McCartney now. I am yeah. pro, pro. For me, a three is a solid. <laughs> it's a solid, like, you know. Three is just kind of, you know, man, right. Yeah. Yeah. For my general rule is if a, if a five star song comes up, I will not skip it on my iPod. Okay. So, uh, so you know. So, this is a skippable song for you. 
Yeah, I guess it is. Mm. Everyone's looking at me like with uh, <laughs> I just, well the the, uh, the way that we were talking it. about stuff. <laughs> before, the way that we were talking just moments ago, I figured it was I, I, in the back of my head. I was like, is this going to be Paul's first uh, entree into the? Yeah. He's been into the Hall of Fame before. I don't oh, think. I don't think. I think it's all solo. <laughs> like, can't buy me love is not in the Hall of Fame. Well, but not like Paul. Paul. Like uh, there's yeah. Beatles Paul songs. Paul. Blackbird didn't. Uh, <laughs> Paul Paul. Bears. Blackbird didn't get fives. I don't think so. Not all the way. You're saying of all the songs Paul McCartney where he played every instrument or all the pop instruments, this would have been the first time. Well, it's like a like a strictly Paul song, right? I don't think there's any strict. There's a couple of strictly John songs. There's a couple of strictly. There's at least one strictly George song in there. But uh, no, I, I was uh, I was thinking maybe it was going to get that. I wasn't going to block Golden it. Golden Slumbers? Are you saying just only Paul playing? It yeah, right the only person who gave Blackbird a five was uh, John. Oh, I see. Oh. Can't Buy Me Love did make it in. Right. But that's a collaborative. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sticking by my thing. All so. right. Three, maybe. You're sticking out. Do you want thing? me to change it based on everyone <laughs> no, browbeating no, 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 no. me? So I'm just, I'm surprised. Be intimidated. Yeah. Based on the conversation that we had. I'm, I'm totally surprised. a Paul guy, but oh, well. this to me just doesn't seem like it's not, know. you know. Like Megaforce says, deeds yeah. not words, Alex. <laughs> deeds not words. Um, I will go five. I, I, I like this song a lot and, uh, noticing even the way it, like, uh, the way it starts out, like the stereo separation is just interesting to me. Like sometimes that real extreme stereo separation will bother me, but like when it starts off just like a little piano in one ear, more or less, it's, uh, right. I dig it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I go five. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the melody. <laughs> I like, um, I like uh, his arrangement of notes for his voice. You know, those hitting those like, hold your head up, you know. Yeah. You got, you got, all the way up. But, uh, I'm going to go back uh, and edit in a glass breaking. Now. Yeah. <laughs> the way the it's, tempo, it's, like. It's a goal. It's a nice counterpoint, and, and it's got a nice sort of loping. Is that the right word? Loping kind of like bump, bump sort of like right. thing. Yeah. But, um, plodding, not plodding. plodding. Like, like plodding in a good way. What's in a good way, a good like way? Uh, shuffle. Like, uh, no, not shuffle. Uh, shuffle is like... Bobbling. Bobbling. Wobbling. Loping. Loping. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what he started with. All right. Gassy? All right. I just got a call from Paul McCartney, Alex, and he says he doubts your commitment to sparkle motion. Oh, Is he on the Long Island Railroad? Yes. Coming in? He's, on the He's in the beer car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's all things a beer car. <laughs> yeah, you got a ticket to ride. All right. So oh. <laughs> that's a five from me. Uh, right. Oh, that's it. We're that's done. Everybody. Yeah, that's oh, everybody. Yeah. Um, covers? Uh, I have one from, I don't know how you quite know how you say her last name, Madeline Pyro. Albright. Pyro. P E Y R O U X. Perot? Perot. She generally Perot. does like. Perot. Uh, Perot. Perot. Uh, it's kind of like a folky. Mm-hmm. She generally does kind of like, uh, you know, uh, it's like folky. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was going to say, finally, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass has come back to alphabetical. <laughs> because it's Great. been months and months and then no no covers. But then I didn't even know about this one. It's from like a 70s album of theirs. But uh, classic TJB style. They, you know, they do it. Uh, Did you call it TJB? Yeah. The Tijuana Brass. The, the, J, the, J, the J gets its own. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, They call it that. It's okay. not, I didn't make that up. I was like, Pete, that sounds unusually kind of sloppy with your uh, um, acronym there. But if it's their thing. Then. If it exists, I'll go with it. If okay. it you know. But uh, yeah, they do it You know, kind of classic style. And then they, they throw in just one verse kind of at the end or one chorus, I think, uh, you know, at the very end. Um, but it's uh, it's a good one. I like it. 
I could have gone as high as four, but I would not have gone five. So I don't. Well, feel no, so, no, I don't over. feel so bad. It's I don't feel set so in bad. stone. It's all right, buddy. Adam sent it to the printer. Right? Yeah, it's already. It's going right now. <laughs> Anyone else that covers? Nothing? I had nothing actually. I do not. Sorry. Mm. All right. I guess that uh, that balances out. Yeah. <laughs> you giving it a three. You actually had a cover for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, maybe next time uh, all of our ratings will match. <laughs> <laughs> Boxed yourself <laughs> in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Beatles song Matchbox. Well, the song as performed by the Beatles Matchbox will as be popularized uh, by Paul yeah. McCartney. As popularized by Paul McCartney. Yeah. John was more of a Hot Wheels guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, Micro Machines uh, <laughs> will be here on uh, Wednesday. That was uh, here from Galoob. Ooh, okay. um, Lou Galoob was the founder of Galoob. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Galoob. <laughs> Named by his parents as he spiraled down the drain. He named himself when he was like 10 months old. Call me Lou. Lou Anyhow. Micro Machines and Hot Wheels aside, we'll be back here on Wednesday with a new episode of Alphabetical where we talk about the song Matchbox. Join us then. We're on Facebook and Twitter under Alphabetals. And give us a review on iTunes and all that stuff. And we'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Good night. Uh, bye. <laughs> Wolf. Well-